0: Did you ever stop and think for a moment why you're still doing what you're doing after all these years? Especially if you're not sure if you like it or not, or you're just going through the motions. I had a funny feeling in my stomach a long, long time ago. If you've been following me for any time now, you already know that. And so I wanted to take you through my thought process and how I analyze all the way down to the bone what I was doing In that job that should have made me happy, that was providing a lot for me and my family, but I wasn't happy about it at all. And so hopefully, once again, this will help you and give you some ideas about how you might analyze your situation that just might propel you to change. Here you go are you ready for a change and to finally do something about that feeling inside of you that says you have a different calling in life to finally go after that dream or dust off that project you've been thinking of creating but still haven't done anything about yet do you need some support direction or motivational words from someone who has been there and who understands you well if so you've come to the right place This podcast is a place to find inspiration for those who want to take control and change their lives for the better. Welcome to Life Change Secrets. Here's your host, Tony. I want to share today with you just another piece of my story hoping that it might inspire you in some way to think about something that you have you've omitted or something that maybe you you could enrich and maybe develop even more in your story and this has to do with um when i was working in nike great company loved the company and everything but i was in a job that when if i was really really honest with myself i said this is not me i was a sales manager and you know, people, and this is the thing that really used to irk me sometimes, is that when I would talk to people about you know my desire to change, when I had that funny feeling in my stomach that I used to talk about, you know, in the previous videos, um, and I was thinking seriously thinking about leaving the company, um, there were people who didn't understand that because they couldn't possibly understand how I was feeling, and they because all they saw was what they saw on the surface. They saw I was the sales director for Italy. They saw that. Um, I was. Uh, had a good job, was getting paid well, had a lot of responsibility, great career opportunities, and they were thinking, you know, that's all you should really be worrying about. And I was like, no, it shouldn't be, you know? That's your should. It's not my should. And so when I, when I was writing this part of the story, I was, I was starting to think about and write about how I actually felt about the job that I was doing. And all this stuff just started coming to the surface. I was thinking about how I used to have to go around and meet with customers, and talk about retail, and talk about sellout of products, and uh, go to lunch with them. And I hated that stuff. I didn't like it at all. And then people would say, "Yeah, but you should just you know just work through it." I don't want to work through it. I don't like that. You know, I that's not me. And and then I started to ask myself, well, what things do you, do you like? The things that I really really enjoyed about my my job at that time was I used to enjoy. Helping people to grow. I, I you know I had a lot of people that I had to manage, but it wasn't, I never looked at that just as I have to manage these people. I never looked at it that way. I looked at it like I really want to help these people to grow. I want to help them to grow, one, because it's going to make, if they grow and if they're more autonomous, it's going to make my job easier. But I like the satisfaction of helping somebody to grow and then hearing their feedback. And having them thank me for their growth or seeing, or helping someone to helping to develop one of my employees and Seeing them go on to a different part of their career and grow and I had the satisfaction to say "I, I Had something to do with that and that I really loved that The other thing that I helped doing was was inspiring my sales force to get better results. I hated to sit down doing the numbers crunching I liked monitoring sales to see who was doing well and who wasn't doing well and who I could help to get better results. I loved that part. I loved doing motivational speeches for them. I had to speak three or four times a year to the entire sales force. And one of the things that I enjoyed immensely was to think of new ways to inspire them. And I can tell you that if if I go back and talk to certain people who were in in my audiences back then as my salespeople. They can tell you some of the specific things that I did to make those presentations memorable. Because I said, if I'm going to be um, speaking in a parade of speakers, there was a the general manager, there was the marketing director, there was the sales director who was me, there was the regional managers, there was the the, the statistics guy, there was the human resources people. All those people had to speak. And after a while, it was like, You know, I could just see the reaction of the audience. And they were like, you know, because there were some of the speakers were really good, but most of them weren't. Their content was good, but they they weren't good communicators. And I was like, you know, and I put that into my mind back then. I said, I want to make sure that whenever I give my speeches, that people are going to remember them. So I had to think of different ways, you know, to do that. And I remember one time I wanted people to really think about something. I wanted them to reflect on something that I was getting ready to say. And I said, I want you to close your eyes. I said, but if I ask you to close your eyes, you're all adults and some of you are going to think this is really silly and so I'm not going to close my eyes. But I will think what you're saying, but I'm not going to close my eyes. Come on, you know? And so I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to close your eyes for you. And so I snapped my fingers. I had uh, um, agreed with the uh, the technical guy before the, my speech started. I said, when I snap my fingers, I want you to shut off all the lights. And so I'm going to close your eyes for you. And people remembered that, you know? They remembered that. And they remembered why I did that. And I always used to do this. Sometimes I would speak um, instead of coming out on the stage and say, hey, you know, this is Tony. Um, You know, welcome to the sales meeting. I would um, start my speech from behind the stage. And all you could hear was my voice. And so that was something else that I did was different. You know? The other things that I enjoyed about my, my, um, my job was conducting sessions where we actually had to do simulations. Because I wanted my salespeople that when they got into a sales situation in front of a customer, I wanted them to feel like they've already been there. And the way to do that was to have have practiced it before. And so I wanted them to do that. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the time that I spent with top athletes. I spent a week with Michael Jordan. I spent um, some time with Scottie Pippen, David Robinson, Charles Barkley, Sergei Bubka, Michael Johnson, um, Edwin Moses. Um, and other athletes as well. And one of the things I enjoyed, it wasn't just getting my picture taken with them or spending time with them, one of the things that I enjoyed was the things that they had to say about how they got to the place in their lives and in their careers, and their sports careers, where they were. And so I used to ask a lot of questions. And I'd like to share that stuff with people, with my sales force to help. Those are the things that I really enjoyed. So when I, when I was writing my story, I was really, really into all these different things And then, and it really helped me to understand was it's not about getting a job to to make more money or to have a career and to, to, you know, so that I can say that I'm all that. That's not what's the most important things for me. The most important things for me were all the things that I just talked about. And I thought to myself, wow, this is already starting to have an impact on me, an impact on me because, and we're going to talk about this in just a couple days but you're going to start working on this tomorrow, you're going to go back and highlight the things that are most important for you and the things that really popped out. And I'm going to tell you how to do that. So that's kind of how I walk people through certain sessions. I like it to be really, really up close, personal. When I do one-on-one coaching, I talk to people just like I'm talking to you right now. you know. But like I said, I wanted to share some of this stuff with you so that you can get a good idea of what at least my coaching sessions are like. But, you know, like I always say, whether you decide to go through a program like this with me or whether you decide to do it with someone else, if you need it, if you really think you need it and you can't figure this all out by yourself, then get some help from somewhere. But if you do, make sure that person that you that you decide to work with is personable, is up close, is somebody you can trust, somebody who really cares about your development. You see what I'm saying? Because that's how I feel. And I hope you can you can hear that in my voice and, and see that when you see me on video. Anyway, that's it for this episode of Life Change Secrets. Like I always say, please leave a comment. The life you were born to live on Facebook. Findthecouragetochange.com you can, Those are all places where you can stay in contact with me. Stay with me now because you know I have a lot more things to say. <laughs>